sometime before you're 40, Adam, you should just do some mushrooms and go into a, into a deprivation tank. I would, I, I would get too far into my own head, I think. Or I would think you, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to take that time to figure your shit out. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go down that path. Yeah, I'm with Adam on that one. Like, do I really want to unlock the depths of my right. mind? They're the depths of my mind for a reason. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children over the age of 21, it's the Hop Nation USA podcast with Adam hey, and special guest Kelsey. Hello. And I'm your host, Steve. Welcome to episode 46. Look how professional that, that was. was. Wow. Nice. I'm well really impressed done. right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like taking a correspondence course. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just called online classes now. I think so, yeah. Yeah. University of Phoenix. There are no manila envelopes whatsoever anymore. <laughs> no, no. I just University of Phoenix my radio degree now. <laughs> so, welcome to episode 46, everybody. Yes. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about Valentine's Day, more Hooray! or less. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> the Really, this is Steve's way of finding a way to drink stouts all episode. <laughs> So this week we're going to be doing assorted chocolates. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Neither can I. Delicious. <laughs> so February is actually uh, Stout Month. Oh. So. It's interesting and weird because November 7th, I think, is International Stout Day. They upgraded. Okay. It's time for, it's, it's time to go bigger. It's whole a month. whole month now. Yeah, oh. buddy. All right. Well, uh, at least we're doing it right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Do you yeah. think they did that because stouts are delicious? And kind of chocolatey and Valentine's Day. And it's stout weather. Yeah, and it's just yeah. cold, so everybody wants something higher than 6%. Right. <laughs> also true. You get to that liquid sweater a lot faster. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, you, yes. want, you want food. Mm-hmm. Speaking of. Yes. Yeah, what, feed. What, yes, what do you say we, we introduce the first beer? Yeah. Okay. So the first beer in our chocolate theme today is the Saranac S'more Porter. Mm-hmm. And of course, with s'mores, chocolate is involved. You have the graham cracker, you have the marshmallow, and you have the chocolate. Yes. Yes. So it is time for us to indulge a little bit on this one. Yeah, indulgent is a good way to describe this episode because I can guarantee all the beers tonight are not just going to be chocolate beers, chocolate stouts, but they're going to be just cakes and candies. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> all night. Yeah. Perfect. This is all jolly good time here. Yeah. So go ahead, pop that open. All righty. That's my favorite kind of diet, like desserts and alcohol. Yeah, uh, I'm very much about desserts and alcohol, <laughs> and I'm very much about combining the two. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll find people doing the Girl Scout cookie and, uh, you know, beer mixers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm about that life. <laughs> yeah, like champagne and like a good fancy dessert or like a nice cupcake. I'm all about that life. What would go good with a cheesecake? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. That, like cheesecake and booze sounds right in my head, but you want something that isn't super. Mm. I mean, you could do like a rum sauce on cheesecake if yeah. you really want to get like. I like that. Yeah, like a caramel rum sauce yeah. would be good. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe okay. like a maybe. My my initial thought off of that was like a rum raisin. Ew, but no. I don't know. Oh, no? No. no. Oh, no? God, no. Keep raisins away from anything. You don't like raisins? <laughs> oh, no. I like raisins. I like raisins like by themselves. 
off on their own. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, keep them away from my food. So, let's talk about this beer a little bit. No, hold on. I got another point to make about raisins. <laughs> if you put raisins in your bread pudding, you're an absolute savage, and I don't want you at my dinner table. <laughs> I, I put raisins in my bread pudding. We can't be friends anymore. This is getting aggressive. Wow. Okay. Over raisins. All right. We're not even into a sip of beer yet. <laughs> Look, welcome to the Raisin Wars. Every now and then you find out something about your friends that you didn't know, and now I just know where okay. we stand. All right. I need, all right. Cinnamon raisin bagels then. Oh, good counterpoint. Hmm. Okay. I'm willing to give that. I just, I have a hard line, not in the bread pudding. Okay. That's okay. fair. That's, That's fair. fair. What if it's a golden raisin? Is it still a raisin then? It's gross. <laughs> Those are deep, those are double gross. Definitely keep those out. All right. Wow. All right. Wow. Okay. So yeah. definitely no golden raisins. Yeah. We are treading lightly now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We don't, don't want to upset gross. upset him. <laughs> double gross. Got Who it. wants some numbers? I do I want, want some numbers. numbers. Give me some numbers on this beer. So ABV. Uh huh. Six point two. Okay. IBU. Yeah. Twenty two. Number of raisins. Zero. Zero. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this beer, the Saranac More Porter. Yes. Uh, on the on the look, uh, it's definitely a dark beer. Duh, it's a porter. Right. Uh, it is not a black beer by any stretch of the imagination. It is a very dark brown. If you catch it just right, you can see through to the other side. Yes, a, a burnt copper, perhaps. Okay. Okay. If like you said, if you catch it just right. Yeah. You go through. You can see through to the other side. Mm -hmm. Head is non-existent. Non-existent. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think there's probably too many other things going on in it. <laughs> probably. Probably. I smell it and I want to be wearing flannel or like a big chunky sweater. Yeah. Definitely. On Definitely. The, yeah. On the nose it has a very, not burnt, but uh, roasty. Very roasty. Sweet too. Yeah. Golden brown. Yeah. 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 I really want to try this. Cheers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really smooth. It is. It's what I really like about it is it has the taste but it isn't too thick to be overbearing. Yeah, it's yeah. not, yeah. It's nice and smooth. Very I like that. So. Like when you're like, oh, it's a porter. Like sometimes those can be really aggressive on the palate, I feel like, and not very smooth. Maybe it, I just had some bad porters in my day. But... Especially when they're trying to go for the roasty angle. Right. Roasty toasty. And with everything else going on in here, got some caramel going on. It's definitely got that, that, that graham cracker smell to it as well. Yeah, I got yeah, I got a lot of graham cracker on the nose. I'm not getting so much in the taste. No, I'm, no, I'm getting I'm getting roastiness and I'm getting chocolateness. Yes, I'm kind of missing marshmallow at the moment. I'm kind of missing graham cracker. Well, I, yeah, the marshmallow is the big one that's missing for me. Yeah, but eh, I'm not I'm not particularly concerned about that. Yeah. All in all, I'm a fan. I like it. I'm wondering. I mean, it's cold now, so we'll let it warm up. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. And let it rise through the temperature. There's more those more subtle notes will hopefully come out. But that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so while we let this warm up, you know what it's time for. News and notes. News and notes. We really need to have some sort of theme. Somebody needs to do production. Don't look at me. Somebody says it every week. <laughs> and every week somebody doesn't do it. <laughs> News and notes. Oh, cut that. Yeah, I'll just cut that. Yeah, yeah, just cut that, and we can loop it, put a backtrack on it. Boom, done. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good isolated clip where we're finally not talking over each other. Right, right. <laughs> we'll start sending you royalties. <laughs> so, 
the big game was this weekend. Can we not call it the big game? No, I'm insistent. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Did you buy a new TV for the big game? <laughs> you say Super Bowl, you get sued. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We can have Roger Goodell on here as a guest. Ah. So many questions if that happened. Mm-hmm. You should just open up a phone line and... <gasps> Twitter questions. Oh, I like that. I feel like I'm not willing to share beer with him. I would. <laughs> I totally would. I would share maybe a really bad beer with him. Okay. I'd make him drink a Cooler's Light, since it is the official beer of... Nay. Oh, no, no, no. I would make him drink an Icy Light. Damn right. Mango. I like that. Oh. I mean... You're mean. It's a, <laughs> you're a mean lady. I mean, it's a three-beer show. We can do Icy Light Mango, and we can do Coors Light, yeah. and we can do, you know... Budweiser. I mean, if you really, we, and then we charge them, you know, nine bucks for, <laughs> <laughs> or eleven, depending on some places. If we really want to send them to the depths of hell, yeah. we'll give them that Iron City Red Hot Iron, oh, oh, that gosh. cinnamon beer. Oh, oh boy. Even they know not to put that in stadiums. <laughs> Trash. Here's your mystery beer for the night. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you think. Oh, but one of the reasons why we brought Kelsey on tonight is because she's by proxy an Eagles fan. Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) They are my second team. I'm not afraid to admit it. My husband is a huge Eagles fan. So much happiness. That has been (laughs) such an awesome night. It was... He loved it. He actually was in Minnesota for the game with his dad. I saw that. Okay. So he said it was just incredible. It was a lifelong dream. It was the fulfillment of a promise from the organization so happy. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Like, just joy. So there will be plenty of joy in the city of Philadelphia for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, the good people of Bud Light have promised everybody in the city of Philadelphia a free beer. Yes. Thank you to Lane Johnson. <laughs> Thank you, Lane Johnson. <laughs> he, he is fulfilling that promise. Now, I got a question. With I mean, with the parade coming up, and I'm assuming this AB InBev promise they ha- is, they have, is for the parade. Yes. yes. Okay. What they're doing is they're going to set up booths along the parade route, uh-huh. and anybody that has a valid ID, they'll give them a beer. Okay. So with that, I have to ask, is, is Jeff, your husband, is he going to be making the pilgrimage back? To his hometown for the parade. Unfortunately, no. He okay. will not be making the pilgrimage. But he did walk me through the parade route last night when he got home. <laughs> They're taking pretty much the same route that the Pope took. Because they're expecting nice. three and a half million people oh, for this parade. <sighs> so they're starting at the stadium. They're going right down Broad Street, through Center City, over the Ben Franklin Parkway. And they're ending in front of the art museum. Oh, on that's the Rocky awesome. Stairs. All right. I got to give it up to Philadelphia for that one. That's pretty right? cool. Yeah. Yeah. He said it felt kind of like an Eagles home game a little bit. He said the fans were definitely more for the Eagles in the stadium. Oh, yeah. And every time they scored, they would play the Eagles fight song. So it was fly, Eagles fly on the road to victory constantly in the stadium. <laughs> they would play the rock. They would ding the Rocky bell and they played the Rocky theme song. And he's like, yeah, they did the same for the Patriots. Like that stupid horn they play, <laughs> you know, and all that. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, it was, it was just, I felt like it was with my people. He was just, <laughs> it was a good fantastic. Time. Yes. I told him he should take some days off to make said pilgrimage out right. for the parade. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, 
work. Yeah. I mean, if he, if he happens to be sick that morning and somebody has to call in for him. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying he would probably have to be leaving now to get out there to probably get a spot in line since it's tomorrow. Well, I can I can make some phone calls. Okay. I don't know if they'll do any good, but I can make the phone calls. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like the I like the gesture. Thank you, Adam. No problem. No problem. We can talk to him later about this. <laughs> Get on that Amtrak. Take it out to Philly. <laughs> Get on that mega bus at midnight. You'll drop into Center City around the, six. The mega bus. <laughs> Tickets will be like $18. Make a stop at Wawa and you get your ice water. <laughs> Speaking of water, mm -hmm. uh, Bud Light will Is be water. headed out. <laughs> and the people of Philadelphia are not taking that line down. Because Yards Brewing is counterpunching. Oh. And they are saying the people of Philadelphia deserve better. I think they do. So they are yes. also handing out free beer during the parade. Congrats, Yards. If, if you go to their, their brand new uh, brew pub downtown mm -hmm. somewhere, I don't, I don't yeah. know what the address is. If you go in there, show show them a valid ID, you get a free Philly Pale Ale. Nice. All right. So they are, they are com combating the conglomerate that is Budweiser. Well, they're just combating so. bad beer. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the verbiage they said. Yeah. With that, the, being that you can get a free Philly Pale Ale down in Philly, there's another place you can get Philly Pale Ale as well. Oh, really? Yes. So, uh, leading up to the big game. <laughs> Adam, you're just going to have to accept it. I'm just going to have to muscle phrase. through this. Yep. Big game 52. <laughs> <laughs> um, but leading up to that, uh, there was a little friendly banter back and forth between Yards and Harpoon. Okay. Oh. One from Philadelphia, yeah, one, one from the from Boston area. Right, Makes right. sense. I mean, both breweries we like. I mean, yeah, we're not, we've you know. had them both on the show before. Yeah, we're not against either of them, but uh, so it, it was a little friendly banter between the two, and they actually had a, uh, they had a Super Bowl bet between the two of them. Oh, okay. What and, was the bet? Well, the bet was the loser had to put on tap the uh, winning city's beer. Okay. And they had to serve it in the winning city's jerseys. <laughs> I like oh. that. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, of course, uh, Yards from Philly. Philly won. Mm -hmm. And now Harpoon, in their tap room will be serving the Philly Pale Ale while wearing Eagles jerseys. Nice. <laughs> nice. I'm going to have to see some pictures for that one. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, There's a lot of taunting that was going on on Twitter, too, with uh, Yards wearing the underdog masks. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Another great Lane Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The first Love time that. I saw that, I had no idea what the hell he was doing. Mm -hmm. And then after, I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then it just kept growing. Yeah. There was a great article online that Zach Ertz actually wrote explaining where this idea spawned from and how they just really embraced that underdog status. Which is really weird to be an underdog, yet the number one seed at the same time. Right. That's a very unique position to be in. I think a lot of people discounted them when Carson Wentz went out, but yeah. obviously Nick Foles is a more than confident quarterback <laughs> yeah. at your backup, who yeah. oh wait is now the big game MVP. <laughs> it, it's almost like a Murray Flurry situation. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to think of it as that Foles bradied Brady. He did. Oh, he yes, did. Yes. And if you remember, one of Tom, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl was uh, when Drew Bledsoe went down. Yep. yep. And that's about as far back as my. <laughs> this is where my football history will <laughs> come into play. You're doing good. You're I, doing good. I remember up to certain points <laughs> before I stopped watching. <laughs> 
No, that is that is poetic justice, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it is, too. Get out of the way, old man. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I kind of en- enjoyed that on a level because I'm not a fan of Brady or the Patriots or Bill Belichick. That whole cheat- or any combination thereof. Yeah, that old cheating-ass organization. Yeah. <laughs> can yeah. Just, they can go soak their head ex- Excuse my French. Bunch of <laughs> bunch of so and sos. Yeah, <laughs> nincompoops. There we go. That's what we're going with. Took you a minute. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry. The, the gears are a little slow. I found another little news and note. To it's worth noting. Say, so is it a news or is it a note? It's bothish. Yeah. All right. We'll just go through it. <laughs> it's bothish. Shut up, Adam. I'm trying to tell a story. Yeah. Shut up. I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> so the past weekend. There was the Extreme Beer Festival up in uh, Boston. Okay. It's for breweries all around America and the world. Just kind of sh- come and show off some of their wildest stuff. Oh, okay. So they weren't like shirtless on a zip line paintballing. Not no, that kind of extreme no, on no. a motorbike. Yeah, no BMX tail whips to get to your next uh, station. <laughs> Although, let's think about that for next year. Okay, put a pin in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Small's <laughs> Skateboard Park Where's and Sam? Beer Festival. <laughs> Where's Sam? He's all about the marketing. Giant hamster ball. Yeah. Mm. Like the old American gladiators? Yes. Yeah. You got to have, well, you got to be able to reach out of it so, yeah. Yeah. to get your beer. <laughs> so you need those, like the cage balls on American Gladiator. Dibs on nitro. Oh, man. Yes. Could you imagine if, like, there was a VIP section? And in order to get to the VIP beers, there was a guy with a tennis ball gun shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play the assault to get a 120 minute. <laughs> I want to go up against Storm real bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We need to go rent a warehouse somewhere. Yeah. And make that happen. <laughs> we've we'll got to put a pin in this. Yeah. But. Yeah. This is a planning episode later yeah, on. Yeah. Circle back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll rumbus back to this one. Uh, but the Extreme Beer Fest. They had a very special beer there, and it was brewed by Dogfish Head. Of course. And it's called In Your Mace, and it is a coffee milk stout brewed on cinnamon chips from Zanzibar. What? <laughs> what? There's a lot. What? Okay, so there's a lot going into this beer, and then the the tag to it seems like it almost might ruin it, but I'll go through the other stuff. So coffee, it's uh, coffee, cinnamon chips from Ban- Zanzibar, lactose, chicory, mace spice, and then chili oil. Oh, that's just the uh. the <laughs> the active ingredient in mace <laughs> pepper spray. <laughs> this seems like something out of just Pinky in the Brain. It, yeah, this is this is just screw around time, and yeah. this is what you get to do when you are a big name brewery <laughs> who can afford to let things just go for one batch. It's somebody, yeah, somebody's just watching South Park. Bear mace that guy. Right. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> hey. Well, okay. So the actual way it came about is uh, Sam, the owner, the head brewer and owner of Dogfish Head, mm-hmm. is actually friends with the VP of sales from um, from Mace. They're like high school oh, friends. Nice. You know, that would be a fantastic high school reunion. <laughs> right? Right. Here's a beer. Here's a free can of Mace. Just in case. Let's get fuck wild. Yeah. Let's go. The, the beer itself is only 5% ABV. Oh. And it's like only 35 IBUs, which makes sense because it is a coffee. It, at its, at its base, it's still a coffee milk stout. True. True. I have no idea though, like how hot it is, or <laughs> I, I have a lot of a lot of questions. I mean, what are the wood chips from Zanzibar? Had 
But that there's cinnamon chips, so there's so cinnamon, yeah, more cinnamon, cinnamon spice. Yeah, cinnamon and coffee. That sounds great. That does <laughs> sound. It sounds yeah. like delicious. And then you make it a little thicker with some lactose. You make it sweet that right. way. So we're good up to that point. And, and then, then and then let's put mace in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Yikes. you're if you're really really interested, even though the Extreme Beer Fest is over um, on February the seventeenth, they're going to release two hundred bottles. Okay. At, okay. At you know at the main tap, yeah, uh, eighteen bucks a piece, but they're uh, they're seven hundred fifty milliliter bottles. So okay, that's not horrible. I yeah. paid more for less. Right. Yeah. And Rehoboth isn't far. It's really not. After you go to the parade, you take the Amtrak down to Rehoboth. <laughs> you take the ninety five down to Rehoboth. You get a hoagie of Wawa. <laughs> You get some coffee. <laughs> get a little bit of coffee and get some ice water and you go down and get your... <laughs> what is the name of the pizza that has the weird sauce spiral on it down at Rehoboth and Bethany Beach? Sorry, I can't help you on that one. Okay, well, there's some weird <laughs> pizza that's got... It, the sauce is on top and it's on a swirl. Yeah. I have no idea what it's... I've seen it, but I've I can't name it, yeah. it. Okay. I've been to Rehoboth. I think I've had that pizza and I can't tell you. But- that's, the, that's the, like the first thing I think of after Dogfish Head when somebody mentions Rehoboth or Bethany Beach. I guess we can come back to a beer that doesn't have mace in it. That it is, we know of. <laughs> that we, well, I'm pretty sure we can pick it out. <laughs> this just tastes like mace to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what mace tastes like. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it doesn't taste like this, though. Mm-mm. Because I'm pretty sure mace tastes terrible, and this does not taste terrible. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's plenty of people who may have gotten a taste of it, you know, as through the parades and through the, <laughs> the true, rioting true, after the right. Super Bowl. <laughs> Perhaps Philly has acquired a taste for it. Now. Yeah, I mean, so it might be good for them. Maybe not, Steve. They did grease up the light poles and the street signs. Did you hear that Pornhub sent the city of Philadelphia like 50 gallons of lube? I did oh hear God. that. Because <laughs> Crisco just wasn't cutting it after That's the NFC not- Championship <laughs> game. So step up your game. Really? It's KY Jelly time. <laughs> we can't keep these boys off the poles. <laughs> so, yeah, from uh, KY Jelly to uh, S'mores. Yeah. That's a pretty good beer. Right. And it's I all think- Valentine's Day stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good beer. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I still didn't find the, uh, the the marshmallow. I didn't find the marshmallow. Not really. <laughs> yeah. No. But I think part of that is with the fluffy bunny or the chubby bunny. Yeah. That has set the bar really high yeah, when it comes chub- to marshmallow yeah, taste. Yeah, the Terrapin Chubby Bunny. Yeah. That has a lot of yeah. marshmallow taste in it. So, yeah, this one kind of sets uh, – I think this one more uses the roasty notes, yes. like the roasted malts, yeah. to kind of supplement for the lack of uh, marshmallow flavor. But it's, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. And to say lack of is kind of a, a misnomer. Yeah. It's just, you know, a different approach. Right. They yeah, have yeah. different levels. Right, right, right. Kelsey, what were your thoughts? I drank some more of this s'more porter. Ah, I knew there was a reason to keep having you back. Right. (laughs) Um, I really like it. I don't know. I like like the roastiness. I like the smoothness of it. I could drink probably a couple of these. But again, I want to be in a flannel or like a big chunk of sweater (laughs) while I'm doing it. It evokes a sense of fall. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. Like this would be a great campfire beer to go with said s'more that you're eating. Right. I think that would be a nice food and beer pairing. Yeah, I think it would definitely pair really well. Right. Yeah. And I'm wondering maybe if you have an actual marshmallow, if maybe that would pull some of that out. Ah. Could, yeah. Potentially. So I like what you said that this is a a fall beer. 
And, and I believe you are 100% correct on that, that. This is much more of a fall beer rather than a winter beer. Yes. Because it's it's a, a lighter beer. Mm-hmm. It's not a thick, heavy beer like you would expect to have yeah, it yeah, in January, yeah. February. Right. So I think this is absolutely a fall beer. Yeah. This is like if you want a break from all the pumpkin beers in October yeah. and November before you hit yeah. the Christmas yeah. beer season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would actually really like to take this over a pumpkin beer sometime. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with what you just said, Adam. It's it's lighter and, you know, it's under 7%. So again, it falls more into that traditional definition of a porter. <laughs> falls into. <laughs> See what you did there. I didn't even mean to. Just, <laughs> just that good. Just that good. But yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And because it's lighter and easier drinking, I think you could have multiples of them, mm-hmm. which is why I think you'd... Like Kelsey said, it would go really well if you're just at a campfire having having a couple of them with actual s'mores. So yeah, try that out. All right, before we depart from this beer, I have to ask a s'more question. Uh-huh. Do you like your marshmallows just golden brown, or do you want to light them on fire and then blow them out, be like, oh no, my marshmallow's burning, <laughs> like blowing on... So I, I, I have two answers to that. Okay. Because... The foodie, well, not foodie, that's a lie. I don't eat anything. (laughs) (laughs) The person that enjoys food in me likes a good golden brown. However, the showman in me Mm -hmm. likes stuff that's on fire. (laughs) So I have to go golden brown simply because I had to deal with it more. But if it's for somebody else, yeah, I like that shit on fire. I don't (laughs) mind. I kind of go both. I like I like trying variations in my marshmallow. All right. Yeah. I, I have some with that are cooked really well and some that are cooked really well. <laughs> yeah, like a well-done yeah. marshmallow. And sometimes I just burn them just to burn them. <laughs> so have you ever used a uh, Reese's peanut butter cup instead of just a chocolate bar on it's, your s'mores? It's life-changing. Do it. Okay. Do it. Okay. Like right now. Okay. Like well, we need to take a break. Over. Okay. Okay. Show's over. <laughs> I have a fire pit. <laughs> so Let's go. All right, then. Well, with that, show's over. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll come back for segment two. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, but for tonight, to... show's over. So, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Some more time. Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Tavor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. Welcome back, Hop Nation. You're listening to episode 46 with Adam, Kelsey, and Steve. Hey! Hey! (laughs) This is our assorted chocolates episode as we get prepared for Valentine's Day. It's also the cold trickle episode. The Cold Trickle episode? That's the Days of Thunder reference. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey, you haven't been on this bit. No. Nope. This is where Adam makes, this is the part of the show where Adam makes a sports reference that Steve doesn't get. <laughs> Perfect. But I tried to help you because that was a movie reference. Yeah, that that's was. fine. Cool. I'm granted it was a Tom I didn't Cruise see, movie. I didn't see that movie. <laughs> I, I actually enjoyed it back in the day. Okay. I would still cool. watch it again. <laughs> I I don't think I watch Tom Cruise movies unless they're Mission Impossible. Did you see the new trailer? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, nope. Nope. All nah. right. It's whatever. not that big a deal to me. Okay, so, then. Jack- I, watch, I watch Jack Reacher, yeah. Yeah. But because it, that's Pittsburgh. <laughs> it is. It is. Even though he is the exact opposite of what Jack Reacher is supposed to be. Right. <laughs> Jack Reacher is supposed to be like a 6'4", like, Pretty muscle much bound. The yeah. Rock. Yeah, he's supposed to be The Rock. 
inject. But it's Tom Cruise. Right. But it's Tom Cruise. Interesting. Yeah. I also got super interested in it because Werner Herzog was the villain in that. And I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you you mean documentarian Werner Herzog? Okay. Fuck it. Let's see what's up. <laughs> and then randomly, Robert Duvall. That too. <laughs> Let's see where this takes us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time to introduce our second beer of the night. Oh, yes. And to that, we'll go to our guest host, Kelsey. Our second beer this evening is coming to us from Victory Brewing, located in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. So continuing on that Philly pride. Yes, they're a little, a little bit outside of that Philly area. And also outside of Harrisburg. <laughs> a lot of things are outside of Harrisburg. It's kind of that between area. <laughs> Not quite pizza boy. <laughs> With Sam, you know, all of a sudden? <laughs> it's a bit more than 10 minutes outside oh, yeah. of Harrisburg. <laughs> anyway, this evening we have uh, the Black Forest Cake Stout with Cherry. Mm. It is part of Victory's Blackboard series. It's actually number seven. So that was kind of their craft beer series where they were like, hmm, let's see what we can put together. So they had things with cardamom and grapefruit, like a Belgian with grapefruit last time, and just some really interesting pairings. So this time, Black Forest Cake Stout with Cherry. It's 7.5%. Another big header. Yeah, boy. Yeah. It has an IBU of 65. Oh. Mm. And it's mm. an American Stout style beer. Okie doke. Let's make this happen. Let's yeah. make this happen. Now, as we've learned in last episode from the guys at Abjuration, IBUs don't mean shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've kind of discovered that over the last couple of weeks before that, too, with the IPAs that we've tried. Yeah. And then I actually didn't hate. Right. (laughs) And they weren't bitter. Right. Right. Specifically that two old in the Garden of Eden. That was like nothing. That was was fun. That was fruit juice. (laughs) That was a fun beer. Yeah. So now that these bad boys are poured, Mm -hmm. it's time to take a look, take a nose. I'm not going to take a nose. I'm going to take a smell instead. Yeah. I'm going to take a look at it first. And now we're into stouts proper, so this is pitch black, and you don't see through the other side. I can't see you, Steve, through my glass. Yeah. Although, on uh, if you catch the light just right, it does have a bit of a uh, red tinge to it. And if you catch the light just right in the other way, you can see Hogwarts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you waiting on platform nine and three quarters for the train? <laughs> Maybe. Wands at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best you're gonna get out of me when it comes to Harry Potter. Ten points for Gryffindor then. Uh, the head is a darker, like darker than a tan. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I don't know what the hell you call it. Dark tan. I'd say a cappuccino color. Ooh, love that. There so you go. Technical. This guy. Use, use my my Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Me fail English? That's, That's impossible. impossible. So I'm enjoying the smell. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how to describe it. Okay. Cherry. Yeah. And then cake. Yeah, I'm getting the bud. Not quite that. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting like I'm getting some cherry tartness. And I'm also getting, like, a chocolate bitterness to the smell. You got a lot of bitterness in the scent. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't smell bad. Yeah, it doesn't smell bad, but it definitely, it's definitely reflecting kind of what's on the, on the label. So that's a good... I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, that's a good thing. <laughs> Things I'm getting. Black Hopefully. Forest chocolate cake. Some cherry. Yeah. I mean, that's checking all the boxes. Yeah. So truth in advertising so far. Yeah. And let's take a drink and see what's up. Let's do it. Wow. Ah. 
Further <laughs> 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 <the> review. <laughs> that does not sound like a seal of approval. It snuck up on me. I wasn't expecting it to be so tart at the finish. It was like so bittersweet, and I was I was expecting it to be sweeter. So I think that the bow is the. It just never got there. Yeah, it just never got there. Surprising. I'm definitely getting the tartness that Kelsey's talking about, and yes. I'm also getting like a back coating at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a coating on my mouth because it's thick and rich. What's interesting is I'm also almost getting like a coffee. Okay. Residue, yeah, like it's got that coffee aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though there, I don't think there's any coffee in this. No, but it, it almost feels like I'm drinking a black cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm getting the like Hershey's dark chocolate, high end cacao. Yeah, or probably not. Probably their cheaper dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I do love dark chocolate. Heck yeah, it's I'm, good for you too. Mm-hmm. I am ambivalent to it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's like it's okay, but I don't know. not my favorite chocolate. I'm definitely getting cherries. It's like a nice, it's like a lush cherry yeah. feeling yeah. in my mouth. Definitely. Yeah, there's a good cherryness to it. Hmm. Perhaps we need to let this warm up a little bit as yeah. well. I think we'll so. Go through the temperature range. Let this breathe up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think, hopefully, maybe, there more cherry will come through and kind of dissipate that bitter dark chocolate right. that I'm getting. Come back and dominate like everybody expects. Yeah. Like the Golden State Warriors. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, whatever. See, see, Kelsey's on the trolley. Yeah, guys, sure, go ahead. Great. I don't have to chime in on every damn thing. You guys can talk about sports. I'll be over here fucking looking at the wall. <laughs> playing, playing with the knobs on the board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's see what this one does. Yeah. <laughs> so while we let this warm up, it's it's Valentine's Day. It is. Season. It's season. Yeah, I guess, well, I mean, it could be. It's the season of love. Uh, if you're, if you're listening on Valentine's Day, then it is Valentine's Day. Right, right. And hopefully you're doing that during the workday and not during the evening when everybody should be out and about. Yeah. So it's time we talk about Valentine's dates. Yeah, I really hope I'm my voice isn't somebody's special someone. I hope it is. <laughs> I, I really hope, hope it, is. it is, Steve. <laughs> I hope somebody has cracked a bottle of wine. Yep. <laughs> got into the tub with the with the salts. And the bubbles. And the bubbles. The salts and the bubbles. And whatever else it is, put you on, and they are at full relaxation. It's just <sighs> that deep, soothing radio voice you have going on sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just let the cares of the day flow away. Well, listen here, chickadee. <laughs> <laughs> so it is time we talk a little bit about dating. Okay. Okay. So... Where do you think the best place to go on a date is? I'll tell you where. <laughs> where is it, Adam? Where is it, Adam? Tell me Jesus. more. <laughs> Either a brew pub. Okay. Or yeah. a brewery. Okay. And uh, so I came up with a little bit of a list of, of why that is a good place to go on a date. Some of your goddamn millennial talk is what this is. <laughs> well, okay. So number one was avocado on toast. <laughs> <laughs> While wearing millennial pink. <laughs> what the hell is millennial pink? Yeah, what is that? It is a very pale pink, but not too pale, but it's not very bright pink. It's oh, yeah. I got a pair of shorts like that. It's millennial pink. <laughs> Isn't that called salmon? <laughs> no. Salmon is more of an orangey red hue. Okay. It's like more vibrant pink. Millennial pink is like very pale. Okay. Like a beach pink? Like an old, old muddy beach? Like Newport, Rhode Island? No, that's old money pink. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know my pinks. <laughs> I 
don't either. My shirts come in black and fake black, which is just a really dark blue. Anyway, back to your avocado toast. Yes. So you can you can wear your black shirt. Yeah. On the fabulous date that you'll be going on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a brewery or a brew pub. A couple of reasons why this is one of the best places to go to on a first date. Well, I I, I would just say a Valentine's Day date. Yeah. Because I, I think yeah. specifically, like, we're looking at, it's pretty common now that places like Spoonwood, I know mm-hmm. for sure, I'm pretty sure Church is doing it in most brew pubs with a kitchen of some sort, are all going to do the Valentine's Day prefix meals. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The so if, beer if, if this is your plan to take your Valentine's Day out, yes. you know, here's some do's and don'ts. So <laughs> just a, a little bit of full disclosure here while I was putting this list together. Uh, the Jay Giles band was on and Love Stinks was playing. So <laughs> a little bit of a grain of salt on this one. Okay. Are you saying this is skewed more more towards the don'ts? <laughs> I have an equal amount of do's and don'ts. Okay. So, oh, well, okay, so you have do's and don'ts. I do have do's and don'ts. Do you have do's and don'ts, Kelsey? I could think of a couple do's and don'ts, no okay. problem. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I have do's and don'ts myself. Okay. But they're do's and don'ts for what you want to do if you want the date to fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm coming at it from another angle. So I think we're going to give some conflicting arguments. Which is fine. We'll just go with an Adam do and a Kelsey do or don't, and then we'll go with a Steve do and don't. Just keep in mind that mine are if you want the date to fail. I hope this doesn't confuse you at all while you're drinking and listening to the podcast. And this is your last warning. <laughs> so, let's start off with a do. Okay. Okay. So, one of the things you definitely want to do, it doesn't matter if this is a first date or a date that, you know, somebody you've been dating for a while. It could mm-hmm. be your, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your fiance, with or without the... What do they call it? The accent. The fiance with the accent. Yeah. No, because it isn't the... The resume. <laughs> the fiance. Yeah, because it isn't fiance spelled differently whether it's a guy or a girl. Isn't that one E versus two E's? Yes. So I don't care which one it is. Okay. okay. I don't care how many E's you use. You use eight. You know, since it's a homophone, you didn't really have to get into the spelling. <laughs> Yet here we are. It goes are. out the same over the radio. Yeah. We on the radio now. So... One of the things you definitely want to do is you want to go someplace new. Okay. Go exploring. Go on a beer venture. Mm. Because that's something that you both get to enjoy together. Okay. So you can create something new that you have never been to, she's never been to. You're going into something blind. All right. Fair enough. So you have something you can, you know, enjoy together. And that kind of can become your thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I love that suggestion. I got more. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Well, that uh, that that does kind of bleed into my first don't. Okay. I'm going to okay. jump into a, into a don't as well. Uh, don't go to your neighborhood bar that you always go to. No. No. <laughs> no. Because you don't, you don't need the bartender yelling, hey, Jake, you're back for the fourth time this week. Also, if it's your, just your neighborhood bar and not an actual brewery or brew pub, you're not looking at good, fair food. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You're looking at, like, fried out of the kitchen <laughs> tendies <laughs> nobody wants tendies on valentine's day <laughs> with old barbecue sauce oh, right no. that is along the line of one of my do's is do spice it up a little bit yes don't go to somewhere where you go all the time you might have bar friends you might know the bartender it's part of your routine try to branch out a little bit try to start something new for the two of you i think a brew club is great for a date because you can just either have a drink, mm-hmm. have two drinks, 
you might have some food, but it takes away that awkwardness of sitting at a two-person table at dinner forced to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if you run out of things to talk about and you're only through the salad course? Like, just something about that does not so, sit well. That, that was something I was going to, to kick back to a little bit more, but you brought it up. Dinner in a movie is one of the dumbest dates ever. Especially on a first date. First, second, third. I think Awful. Terrible. I, I think you have to get to know the person a little bit. Exactly. And kind of establish said relationship before you go into a movie. Because that way you are sitting in silence. I've been burned by that before. Oh. Uh, by the movie house themselves. Oh. Uh, went on a date. And this is a long time ago. And the movie we were going to go see was sold out. Okay. Okay, what else is there? Oh, The Departed. Let's go watch that instead. That is a terrible first Fuck date movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. She did not. Ah, uh, uh, well. <laughs> there was no second date. <laughs> Maybe on a third date you take her to The Departed right. then. <laughs> kind of feel out the situation a little bit. Because I, as a female, love The Departed. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic movie. I would say more often than not, women aren't into Scorsese films. True. I, I'm True. just blanket that as Scorsese films. Mm-hmm. But some are, especially if they appreciate really good cinema. <laughs> like Kelsey. Like me. Yeah. But you just have to feel that out first. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Get to know one another. Right. Right. In more of a casual, not formal setting. <laughs> yes. yes. So, Steve, what's your tip? Uh, so, one thing that you definitely want to do is uh, wear your favorite track pants and your old English hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Dress. To impress. That's right. <laughs> Dress the way you want the date to go. <laughs> I I can feel Kelsey really wants to say something right now. She is fighting. So many thoughts on that statement. <laughs> I mean, it's especially good when you're going out to uh, like a Valentine's Day dinner that's really expensive and everything. Mm-hmm. So you oh, definitely yeah. want to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to be comfortable. <laughs> you want to be comfortable. Are you, like, establishing dominance? Well, no, you're just just establishing with your date that you're comfortable with who you are, (laughs) and you just want her to know that. So so he or she better get comfortable with it as well. Right. (laughs) You just want them, you just want to be up front, no frills, no mask, just this is who I am, take me me as I am. (laughs) Strip down. Strip down. Yeah. You either like this or you don't. Right, this is me. Steve unplugged. Steve unplugged. <laughs> Another do, and it's somewhere, somewhat on the similar vein as what we had talked about before of trying something different. Mm-hmm. You go to the brewery, you go to to the brew pub, try a different style, okay. try something different. Because once again, expand yourself a little bit. It's a perfect opportunity to try something new, something different, and and maybe that's something that he or she has never tried, and they can try it with you as well. Okay. And you guys have something that is excellent to talk about. How did you like it? Did you not like it? Right. It keeps the conversation going. I I guess to go along with that is don't order the same beer. Yes. Because then you can both try each other's beers. Yes. What are your thoughts on splitting, like, a a beer taster? You took the words right out of my mouth. A taster is a fantastic way to do it. Because you get a little bit, and if somebody likes one, somebody doesn't, have at it. Go nuts. And you're not, and if neither of you, you don't like it, you're not wasting that much beer. So I, th- I think splitting the taster, perfect. Kelsey, do you have another? Well, it's kind of a little contradictory to what Adam just said. I was going to say, don't stray too far into something new that you might not like. Because if I'm on a first date, now, it has been a very long time since I've been on a first date. <laughs> 
But <laughs> I mean, you and Jeff still have date night. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Yeah. These oh, are, yeah. Yeah. These are tips for, so, yeah. you know, right. new couples and of, of all. Of right. All. Yes. Then yes. Don't order a double IPA if you are really like, I really don't like IPAs because you want to try to impress someone and be like, I'm going to order this double IPA. Like, first date is not the time to impress someone with your beer knowledge. They should learn about your beer knowledge after a first beer. <laughs> Where is the pen? I have to cross something off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what you're in that mean is you can open that up as a conversation piece as Say if that's a hobby of yours. Yes. Like say if you enjoy the craft beers, you go to craft beer tastings, you go to you know beer events, yes. things like that. That is a great way to open up something that is you. Yes. So uh, I have a tip. Sure. And this goes along to like along the lines of what you're ordering. A lot of these places are going to have some choices within the prefix meal. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to make it perfectly clear if they have the brand Zeno, get it. Because there's nothing that makes like a woman sopping wet or a dude rock hard <laughs> than a whole fish that stares back at you while you eat it and you have to take it apart. So absolutely. Plus, fish is so great when you're going out on a date with person. It doesn't make you smell in any way. It doesn't make your breast think at all. And like, it's a worldly thing to eat a whole fish. It shows you that you are in touch with nature. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. That, yes, that is a really, really not solid food tip, Steve. That but is a tip. <laughs> it's a tip. Wow. You know how to handle your seafood. Yep. Nope. And if, if need be, once you're done with the fish head, you can turn it into a hand puppet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that guarantees someone's going home with you then. That shows that you have another hobby. You're creative. Right. You can think outside the box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So we've had some do's. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for some don'ts. Okay. Uh, and this is a very important one. All right. Uh, don't hit on the bartender. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I didn't say it was a difficult one. Okay. Just don't do it. Uh, yeah, it seems pretty obvious. I mean, bartenders are trained to flirt. Right. Don't flirt back, though. Right. <laughs> right. Don't flirt with your waitress. Don't stare at your waiter. Yeah. Whatever it may be. <laughs> Whatever it may be that catching your eye. <laughs> right. Don't make eyes across the bar or wherever you are at the brew pub with some other person while you're on the date. It's just bad juju. Yeah, that's bad etiquette. Don't do that. <laughs> Jumpy, any, anything else to add? Oh, if you have a, a don't, perhaps? Hmm. Don't pick somewhere that just opened. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's you a very want, good point. Yeah. You don't want to go to something that's been open a week, two weeks, a month even. Those places are still getting their kinks out, figuring out their systems, finalizing their menu, their batch of beers, maybe on a first or second run through. I'd say go somewhere a little more established, somewhere where you know your friends like to go, has some good reviews on Yelp. That would be my, don't try somewhere new. Or nice. that, not new. <laughs> Yeah, it, Don't try somewhere that just opened. Right. Yeah, not to be contradictory to Adam's first do of find some place you haven't been before. Correct. But don't go somewhere that hasn't got their shit together yet. Right. Because, right. <laughs> uh, we've been, I mean, not on dates, but right. I've been to places that they are not open yet. Right. They're not ready to handle yeah. the, yep. the traffic. The volume. Yeah. And they're especially not going to be ready for a Valentine's. <laughs> right. The Valentine's yeah. rush. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would like to say a perk of a brew pub 
is chances are they have a delicious dessert like beer uh, on draft, yes. especially on Valentine's Day, which, you know, could or could not be something chocolatey with cherry. Such as? Such as this Victory Black Forest cake stout with cherry that we are enjoying. Segway. See that circle? <laughs> See that segue? I like that. Like a trained professional. Only my third time here, guys. <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> well, you're about ready to eclipse Sam, so... <laughs> So, what do you think about this beer, Kelsey? I think it came up to temp a little bit. I definitely get more cherry flavor. I don't think it's as bitter, but that's just me. What do you guys think? Uh, I agree. I did get more cherry flavor, but it really did come out tasting like black forest cake. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, I don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> it came out very tart and very bitter for me with the tart cherry and the bitter dark chocolate taste. Uh, it's not as sweet as I'd hoped, but it is rich and it is mouth coating. <laughs> Would you almost say that it's more of a savory beer? Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Nah, because to me, savory would be like the Q. Yeah. What is that, Duclaw? Right, yeah. Yeah, the Duclaw Q. That's Duclaw, just barbecue beer. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds good or bad, but I want to try it It's now. good for one. I good for half a one? <laughs> I would like it a bunch. Adam and Sam did not care for it. <laughs> I would drink it one at a time, like once every six months I would have another one. Just okay. to remind yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. not the worst thing in the world. All right, all right. But let's not talk about that anymore. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Let us let us get back to the, the victory beer. Black Forest Cake Stout with cherry. Uh, I agree with you that the bitterness kind of went away a little bit once it warmed up. Uh, but I also agree with Steve where the bitterness didn't completely go away. Right. It's still there. But all in all, uh, I think it's a good attempt. Yeah, I mean, I think it's accurate. Yeah. I, I think it's accurate. It just... They called their shot. Yeah, I just You can't ask for anything more. Nope. I just don't love that. That's all. They delivered on the name of the beer. Yeah. But might not be for everyone. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're not a fan of bitter dark chocolate, it's just not going to run for you. So, with that, let's finish up the segment, and we'll come back with segment three and one more beer. back to segment three of the Hop Nation USA podcast. You're listening to Assorted Chocolates. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What, what what should we talk about? You want to just jump into the third beer? I, I would assume so. Okay. Unless you got something else on your mind. You got something that's pulling you down? No, I was just pointing it out to you guys. You, you want to talk about it, Chip? No, I ain't got talk nothing. about Assorted Chocolates? I mean... Do you just go for it, or do you do the little cheat sheet on the lid of the box to say what each one is? Hmm. Ooh. No, I go in blind. You gotta go in blind, yeah, I think. Yeah, I like the surprise. I don't always like the surprise. You're not a coconut fan, are you? No, I'm No, I'm a big coconut fan. You don't like the vanilla cream. I don't like almonds. Oh. oh. If I find one of those wood chip teeth chippers. <laughs> you said it my like, way. You can kind of tell what those are, though. Like, the nuts are kind of easier. Kinda, That's true. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's just sometimes sometimes it's like a cream with almond in it. You know? Oh, yeah. True. You gotta watch out true. for that sometimes. They hide them. Yeah. Like, I dig a walnut, but I don't dig an almond. Hmm. Ain't get down like that. That's fair. Hey, honorable men can differ. Yeah. So, in the case of Almond Joy versus Mounds, I'm going Mounds. Hmm. 
Hmm. I'm also going mounds in that conversation, but I, I gotta I, go almond joy. I do love an almond joy every once in a while if I want to spice it up. Switch it up. That's right. right. All right. Well, with our third beer, we're not having any nuts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or coconut. <laughs> Sad. Which is also sort of a nut. I guess, is it? No, it's off of a tree. It's off of a tree. tree. You know, but I can't trust things anymore because peanuts aren't nuts. They are legumes. They are legumes. And tomatoes are fruit. I don't get into that. I'm not a horticulturist, so Strawberry's not really a berry. Exactly. I'm not getting into this nonsense. It's a coconut. It's a coconut. It's a coconut. But our third beer tonight is going to be mint. 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 Yes. Just straight mint. Well, I mean, yeah, in a way. <laughs> but specifically, we are doing the Southern Tier Blackwater Series Thick Mint Imperial ah, Stout. Very nice. Yes. Thick Mint. And Thick Mint is an obvious play. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. On the big game, 52. God damn it. No. <laughs> it's a play on Thin Mint cookies. Damn it. <laughs> oh, so, so you're afraid of Roger Goodell, mm-hmm. but you're not afraid of the Girl Scouts. No. Okay, then. All right. Why would I be? They provide very delicious cookies. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. They really, they really do. do. Yeah. I'm a Samoa's man myself. Also, I'm not afraid of Roger Goodell. I just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there is a difference. <laughs> You're not afraid of a little Girl Scout. Yeah, I'm not afraid of almonds. I don't like them. <laughs> but the Southern Tier Thickment is a 10% Imperial Stout. Ooh. Oh. Yes. A dessert beer brewed with chocolate and mint. And IBUs are coming in at 60, so it's supposed to be a little bit bitter. But as the guys at Abjuration say, <laughs> eh, IBUs don't matter anymore. Yeah. Well, let's see. Abjuration says IBUs don't matter anymore. Guys at Grist House say styles don't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing matters in the world of craft beer anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to like this nihilist tabby. <laughs> Is this beer going to transport me to a time when I was a Girl Scout? I mean, it may. I don't... That would be great. We didn't bring any sashes on the show, so we can't help you there. Uh, Now, as far as being a Girl Scout goes, is there, like, you guys don't ever make the cookies. No. Like, there's no no central hub of Girl Scout cookie makers. No. Okay. But it teaches you sales. It does Mm. teach you sales. I know that. (laughs) I just didn't know. I didn't know if there was ever, like, a volunteer to go to the plant and make the cookies. Uh, there was back in the early days. Okay. Where they used to make their own and then it got too big. Right. So then they kind of turned it over to a play in Mexico. Yes. Right, okay. next, to the, right next to where they made dice. <laughs> Denton, Texas. <laughs> the biggest Girl Scout cookie manufacturer. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Getting on that cookie racket. <laughs> we run this down. <laughs> Get on out of here. Oh, I missed the Girl Scout cookie sales this year. I'm going to... I'm going to have to find a Girl Scout at Giant Eagle now. Wait, is it over already? I think so. I think it's... The time is now. That is, that's just good general life advice. Yeah. <laughs> time to stock up on those Samoas, Thin Mints, Dosey Dose, the Tagalong. Well, let's get back to beer, because otherwise this is going to turn yeah, into a just... cookie podcast, which I'm okay with. Sorry, cookie I just t- <laughs> I took that down a little cookie trail. I'm sorry. <laughs> cookie cast with Kelsey and Adam. <laughs> I'd listen. I'd listen. Coming next month. <laughs> so, on the look... Again, we're just dealing with another pitch black stout. The, it lives up to the Blackwater yeah. series. Yes, it does. Yeah, as part of the Blackwater series, we're talking also, you know, the Warlock, the Salted Caramel. That other uh, one. The Chocolat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All part of the Blackwater. Yes. Uh, yeah. So all of them can't see through. If you had to look at them, you couldn't distinguish <laughs> one from the Blackwater. Line yeah. them all up. Choose your beer. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't distinguish one from the other until you get to the nose. <laughs> yeah. Now, that would be an interesting Russian roulette setup. 
right? If you had, you know, six of them set up, you had to choose one. Yeah. But you couldn't smell them. But you couldn't smell them. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't think that's... Russian roulette is supposed to have punishment to it. True. <laughs> I, think, I think the only punishment is that, that chocolate. I don't like that one. There, then that so, is your bullet. Yeah. <laughs> but for other people, it might be no bullets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the nose on this. Mint. Just mint. mint. That's straight up mint. Straight up mint. Yeah. I mean, it also has the chocolatiness to it, too, that it does smell like, you know, a Girl Scout cookie. So we're off to a good start. <laughs> they know <laughs> so what far. they're doing. Yeah. They know what's up. I'm not looking anymore. I'm going to no, drink it. Let's drink this. Mm. That is delicious. Go ahead. <laughs> Damn tasty. It's uh, Adam. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Yeah. It is a very well executed beer. Uh huh. The problem is what they are executing is something that I don't like. Okay. I don't like mint chocolate. Oh. What? It's true. It's damn true. That is, uh, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I know. I, I've made peace with this. That That's strange, and I feel bad for you. Is it all mint across all? I mean, you said mint chocolate. Is it all? It, mint chocolate, I, it, it doesn't do it for me. No peppermints after dinner? No. No. No, no I, mint tea? Nope. Nope, no mint tea. None of that. No peppermint mocha? No. Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Nope, 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 nope. Peppermint. No mojito? It's a minty... Nope. No. What? Nope. I love me some peppermint mocha from Dunkey Donuts. To me, the mint ruins the chocolate. I much prefer the chocolate over the mint. Okay. Okay. I so, think the mint enhances the chocolate in this case. I think so, too. I think... You guys can keep thinking that. Strangely refreshing, even though it is thick mud stout water. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It is. I mean, it. in terms of execution, it's a fantastic beer. Yeah. I, I completely agree you guys that enjoy the mint chocolate that this is a great beer yeah it's just i just don't like mint chocolate okay that's all there is to it. fair enough i'm not hating the beer right so i'm not hating southern tier i just don't like you don't like the combination so like as as i said in last segment that victory definitely executed the black forest cake you know correctly yep i just don't Don't like like that (laughs) the same thing here with the with the thick mint yeah they absolutely got girl scout cookie all the way yes 100 percent. 100 percent all right Delicious. then. Well, uh, I'm just. I, we don't really have to wait for it to change or do anything. I don't think it's going to surprise us at the end here. No. But uh, so we can just move on to our final segment of the evening, and I've come up with a game, and it's a brand new game. So you two are the test subjects. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Bring it on. What are we doing? Should we be scared, Adam, or like excited? I'm going this? with excited. Let's do this, Steve. I got I got faith in you, Steve. Gotta have yes in your heart. The brand new game is called I Don't Get the Reference. I don't get it. Uh, see, you're already playing. <laughs> <laughs> I Don't Get the Reference is a game based on the names of beers. As we know through the craft beer world, there's a lot of puns and a lot of references within the naming conventions of beer. Ah, okay. Uh, perfect example right now, we're drinking the Thick Mint, which is a reference to the Thin Mint. I thought it was a reference to the big game. It is not reference to the big game. <laughs> Or the big day. (laughs) Or the big day. (laughs) The big day. With this game, though, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a beer from the brewery. I'm going to take some time to describe it. But as soon as I say the name of the beer, I want you to give me the reference. Okay. Okay. So this this should be pretty quick. Whether it be like a song or TV show or a celebrity. If If it's a reference to a song, I want the artist. 
or the album. Okay. You know, you you'll, okay. you'll, you'll yeah. get right. it with we'll each. You know, if, right. if it's All a right. you know if it's a book, give me the author. If it's a movie, you know, All right. just tell me what movie we're looking at. Hopefully, if you get the <laughs> reference, <laughs> then you'll understand what I'm looking for in return. Okay. okay. Very simple. Let's just jump right in. Let's do this. All right. So the Adam. first one, I hey, want. Good luck to you as well. <laughs> the first one I want to start with. Wait, hold on. This, is, there, is there a prize for the winner, or like, are we just playing for bragging rights? Or you, you get more thickmen. Great. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Perfect. Bring it. So Adam can throw it if he wants. <laughs> the big game for all the answers. Yes. We're going to have our own big game. <laughs> but let's jump into it. And the first one I'm going to start with is an evil genius, Pineapple Hefeweizen. And for people who know evil genius, pretty much all of their names are references. Got it. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't say the name I know, of the beer. You don't, I already know which one you're talking about. That's fine, but you have to. This is the part of you have to wait for me to say the name of the beer. Okay. All I'm right. not taking right. early okay. buzzes. Okay. Early buzzes are going to get negative points. Oh, oh I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. you, yeah. These are the rules. <laughs> the name of this beer is I Love Lamp, Adam. Anchorman. Anchorman is the correct answer. Fairly simple, you know. I think you get it now? Brick yeah, killed it. it. All right. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> Brick killed a guy. <laughs> so that is a... Killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> that is a point for Adam. Yay. And as you notice, the phrase, I love lamp, this is going to be a Valentine's Day themed. Ah. So, okay. Yes. We're going to hear the words love and heart a lot through this game. <laughs> so are we also going to be hearing track pants? No. And old, old, old English, English sweatshirts. <laughs> No, that's for Steve Day. <laughs> Which is every day. That's right. Happy Steve Day. <laughs> Today is Steve Day. Tomorrow is Steve Day. <laughs> Our next one is coming from the Duke Library. It is a strawberry stout. And the name of the stout is Quick Start My Heart. Adam. Motley Crue. That's right. And it's referencing what? Kickstart My Heart. The song. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, Motley Crue is with the umlauts. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, yeah, in future, if you could just give me the name of the, If it's a pun, give me the full name. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Just okay. future reference for All it. Right. Yeah, it, sorry. It, it, yeah, yeah. We're beta testing. I know. I know. We're yeah, beta we're testing. We're beta yeah. testing. Yeah. I hope I get one. <laughs> you should get one, Kelsey. <laughs> I hope you get one. Our next one comes from the Funky Buddha Brewing Company. It's a stout aged in Cabernet and bourbon barrels. And it also has cherries and chocolate added into it. Wow. Wow. It's about an 11% ABV. I can dig it. Yeah, this yeah. is a big one. And the name of this beer is The Love Below. Adam? I assume that they are talking about uh, Andre 3000 and the other guy that was part of Outcast. Okay, you're Thanks. slowly <laughs> working your way through this. So they are referencing Outcast and the song... And the, who's the other guy? Not Andre 3000, but the other guy. Big Boy is Big the other boy. guy. Big Boy. And, and his subgroup was The Love Below. This, you're going with his subgroup is The Love Below? Yes. I'm going to buzz you on this one. That's a no. Really? Yeah. No points for Adam. Damn it. You were working your way through that, but you <laughs> came up wrong. Kelsey, would you like to try to steal real quick off that? So wasn't Big Boy's su subgroup speaker box? Damn it. That's and what Andre it was. 3000's was The Love Below? I'm going to give that to Kelsey. <laughs> ah, 
the uh, what I was really what I'm really looking for is there was a double album released by Outkast, yes. Speaker mm. Box, and The Love Below. Right, and yes. that was the double album. Right, and Kelsey was more correct in the fact that Big Boy had <laughs> the Speaker Box yeah, album. You're right. Yeah, and Andre was the Love Below album. Well done. Well done. Yes. Thank you. That's Thank the you. last one you're getting. <laughs> I'm just getting started. <laughs> just warming up. All right. This next one is coming from two breweries, actually. We have the Hoof-Hearted Double IPA version of this and the Evil Genius Chocolate Hazelnut version of this. The name of the beer is I'll Have What She's Having. Kelsey. From When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. When they're in the deli. That's right. With Billy Crystal. With Billy Crystal. And Which I still Ryan. don't understand that. <laughs> How Billy Crystal could land Meg Ryan? Ryan? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, I don't get it either. But that just means that there's hope for the rest of us. <laughs> now, this next one is coming from the Shorts Brewery. It's a shandy that's a lemonade and raspberry and rosemary wheat ale combined. Ooh. Yes, combined wow. to make the shandy. The name of the beer is Power of Love. Adam. Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, you got it. And just for a little tag on to that, the uh, label features a DeLorean being pushed by a train. <laughs> Very nice. That's fantastic. Yes. Did you also know that it's hip to be square? Sure. <laughs> How many Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis in the news references can we make? <laughs> oh, I got more. Oh, no. <laughs> Our next one is coming from the Yellow Hammer Brewery out of Huntsville, Alabama. And it's a stone fruit IPA. The name of the beer is Cheatin' Heart. This is where I'm starting to make it hard. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but Kelsey has a chance to come back. As we're sitting at three points for Adam and two for Kelsey. I can get you the genre. I just can't get you the artist. Mm. Yeah, that's where I am. I'll throw a flyer out there. Okay, Adam. Patsy Cline. No. No on the Patsy Cline, my dude. Man. Did you ever think you'd be saying that sentence today? <laughs> uh, it was kind of, I know what the reference is, so yeah. I, <laughs> I know the genre. I don't know the artist, though, so I'm not going to. Kelsey's not going to risk it? No. Okay, so zero points on this one. I was looking for Hank Williams Sr. Oh. Uh, I was in the right genre in my head. Well, then. <laughs> I'm, sure you, I'm sure you both got into the country. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm sure other people have done it, too, but I was specifically looking for yeah. Hank Williams. Well, now there is a tear in my beer. Mm. Another Hank Williams reference. <laughs> <laughs> he, can get, he can get that deep one, but he can't get <laughs> right. Shane Hart, which... Uh, Just gonna shake my head at you. <laughs> I'm a delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't actually expect us. This is a possibility that we might end in a tie. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, but our final reference of the evening is coming from the Magic Hat Brewery. And the name of the beer is Heart of Darkness. Mm. Kelsey. Yeah. It's a book reference. Okay. By Tony Morrison. No. No, 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 crap. Not Tony no. Morrison. No, that's no, Wrong a no. Author. It's, it's a Tony no. Tony Basil. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong author. Yes, I don't know the author, but I know that it was the basis for Apocalypse Now. Okay. It's not the reference I'm looking for, but it's good that you know that trivia. <laughs> so the answer I'm looking for is Joseph Conrad. Ah, oh. shoot. All right. Yeah. Joseph Conrad was the writer of Heart of Darkness. Why did I think Tony Morrison wrote which, Heart of Darkness? Yeah. Which, as Adam said, it did eventually become Apocalypse Now. I love the smell of Napalm that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, every English teacher I had in high school. 
And the name of the documentary for uh, for the behind the scenes making of Apocalypse Now was Hearts of Darkness. Oh. Oh. And that was later parodied by Troma when they had a behind the scenes documentary for Toxic Avenger 4. Uh, that was called Farts of Darkness. I would watch that. Yeah, so there you go. There's all your history that you need to know <laughs> around the book Heart of Darkness. <laughs> I read Heart of Darkness, too. This is the worst part about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was ages ago, obviously, but... <laughs> that's that's one of those books that you, like, you may pick it up as an adult and enjoy it, but that's definitely one that goes through the classes in yeah. English. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. And, like, either you love it or you hate it. That, right. It's not an easy book to read, no, per se. No. I think but, I did that in either 10th or 11th grade. Yeah. Yeah, That that that's one I love, but then, like, I got also had to read Jane Eyre, and I was like, uh. uh. <laughs> See, I love Jane Eyre. Then. Yeah. <laughs> See, I had to read it freshman year of college mm-hmm. for a movie class that I had. Right, okay, that makes I, sense, I, too. I, that makes I sense. didn't care about the book at all, but we did get to watch the movie. Right. So I enjoyed that. Again, Robert Duvall. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Second time Robert Duvall popped up tonight. Wow. <laughs> what are the chances? Okay, so that brings us to the end of the game. And it's high. No. Huh? Uh-huh. No, not in a tie because Kelsey got it wrong and you didn't get it right either. So we are, we are ending with uh, Kelsey got two points Mwah. and Adam got three points. Okay, all right. Okay. I like this outcome yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. All right, I yeah. can dig it. I don't like this outcome better. <laughs> yeah. That means you're going to have to come back. Okay. We're going to have to have a rematch. Right. Fine. We're going to rematch with more references yes. later down the line. Perfect. I think I may rework it so that those are negative points instead of just the yeah. other points. Yeah. That way we get no ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did like that, though. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it'll work. That I, approve of, I approve of this new game. I think okay. it should come back. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Good, good. Because I do love a good pun. I do love a good play on words. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole game. <laughs> I thought of one as we were doing it. Another, I think, evil genius, Ma the Meatloaf. Yeah, that's the thing. Evil genius will always probably be in the game yeah, somehow. Right. I, I think that's kind of their thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this other brewery, though, Hoof Hearted, that gave us the uh, I'll have what she's having. Mm-hmm. Also super uh, heavy on the puns. Excellent. They had one, while I was doing research, they had one that was called, uh, Did We Just Become Best Friends? Oh, so, brother. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, they're, they're a wealth of... <laughs> Speaking of puns... The well is deep. <laughs> Speaking of puns in the literary world, I saw a book that I want to get. It's okay. called Tequila Mockingbird. Ooh, it's uh. a cocktail book. Oh. And I was like, well, one of my favorite books mixed with one of my favorite activities. I know what you're getting for your birthday. Which was last week, so... It's going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> The Boo Rattler. <laughs> oh, there you go. Very nice. That's a great name for a beer. Mm, I bet somebody has it. We'll see. We'll see. It's patent pending. So it sounds like next time we do the game, we'll do a literary version. <laughs> <laughs> I have to redeem myself. And then maybe Kelsey can win. Yeah, she's going to smoke me if that's the case. <laughs> I don't think any of us would do good on books. <laughs> any of the regular cast. Yeah, I can get your Miley crew all day. But... Right. <laughs> I'm okay on movies. Yeah, yeah. You it's get, just some of those m- music, but like more like rock. Yeah. I mean, you give me like pop, hip hop. Yeah, you guys couldn't get Hank Williams either, so I don't know what you guys are excited about as far as music goes. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I got the genre. I'll yeah. keep that. Right. Yeah. I'll hold on to that. Both of those country. All right. Well, I guess uh, back to puns. We Wait. can go back to the thickment. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, how's everybody enjoying it? It's minty and delicious. 
It's minty. Okay. <laughs> I'll second a Kelsey. <laughs> well executed. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's all I will say. It is well executed. Yes. Yeah. Which, I, again, we've pointed out before, like, some of the Blackwater series aren't great. <laughs> we won't mention the particular ones. Yeah. But this one's really great. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I found this one and not the creme brulee. I haven't seen the creme brulee yet this year. You're right. You're yeah. all, yeah. I would, mm, mm. So I'm wondering, I'm, I'm hoping that's not gone. Because <laughs> that one is probably their best executed. Yes. Yes, yes that one but, is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we all love that one. But, yep. yeah. but this one this one I, I love just as much. It's like a second baby. <laughs> I think the warlock is well executed. Yeah, the warlock. Yeah, the yeah. warlock's pretty excellent too. I think that one kind of falls into its own category right. outside, yes. being that it also comes out seasonally right. with the right. pumpkin. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, really good by Southern Tier. And I guess that means we can move on to the podium. Yes, oh. I believe it is time to go to our guest host, Kelsey. Oh. What is your bronze? What is your silver? What is your gold? The floor is yours. Tonight, I have to give my bronze medal to the Victory Beer, the Black Chocolate Forest with Cherry. Mm-hmm. Just, it was a little too tart, and it was a little too bitter for me. Yeah. I think I could, like, drink one of those and, and be okay, but just anything past that, it, it would have been a, it's going to be tr- a struggle to finish. Yeah. My second tonight, mm, I think it has to be the S'mores Beer. The s'mores porter. Okay. Um, it's it's tough though because I could see myself drinking more of that s'mores porter. Yeah. Than more of the thick mint, but oh, I yeah, think in yeah. terms of execution <laughs> and flavor and delivering on what it said it's going to deliver on, the thick mint will take the uh, the gold medal. Right, Adam. So, uh, I I have to uh, I have to agree with what Kelsey said on the bronze medal, the victory. Black Forest cake with cherry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It it was it wasn't executed poorly by any stretch of the imagination. No. Uh, it just kind of comes down to the flavoring of it. It 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 didn't jump out at me in a positive light. Okay. It was good. I get what they were going for. Right. I wouldn't drink it again. Yeah. Uh, the silver medal position, I will disagree, and I will put the thick mint there. Uh, the reason that the thick mint is there rather than in the bronze medal position is because it is well executed for what it is. I, I cannot deny that. But if it comes down to what do I want to drink if all three of these beers were lined up in front of me, which <laughs> yeah. one am I grabbing? Yeah. It's not going to be the thick mint. And that's, that's, that's on me. That's not on the beer. Right. That's on me. And I recognize that. However, the Saranac S'mores Porter, that's the gold medal. If all three of these were lined up in front of me, immediately that's the one I would go grab. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, if for nothing else, the smell on it, the nose, is is just fantastically executed. I really like that. That That is a a great way to introduce the beer. And I think that is that can be somewhat underrated on beers. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, because you have to, you know, that is your first... Impression, and I think that puts it up in the gold medal position. It's a good introduction to yes. what you're about to drink. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. So there you go. That's how I got them ranked. Steve. Cool. What do you have in the positions? I'm actually just going to agree with Kelsey. Uh, same rankings. The Black Forest cake. Eh, it's good, but the I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of Black Forest cake to begin with, and it just as a dessert beer, it wasn't sweet enough. I think it would go well if you paired it with chocolate ice cream, maybe. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, that if you're looking for just straight-up dessert by itself, I don't think it serves that purpose really well. The s'mores beer, I would say the same thing, but I think it's more well-executed, and on a personal level, I just like it better. Yeah. Uh, but, again, I don't think it works well as just a straight-up dessert on its own because it's missing some of the notes with the marshmallow and uh, the graham cracker. Like you said, the nose is amazing. That you know, that's people should just buy this beer just to smell it. <laughs> right. <laughs> just open it up, sit it next to you. Yeah. yeah go buy this beer. Open it up. Take a good sniff. Yeah. <laughs> it's try it. It's worth it. Right. Find it a little thin to you know just to be a full fledged dessert beer on its own mm-hmm. and uh, doesn't necessarily have the biggest chocolate flavor of the ones that we had and that's why I'm going to put the thick mint in the gold medal position because it is not only is it the most chocolatey <laughs> it's also the most well executed chocolatey and it's the one I like the most <laughs> uh, also because it is 10% that will sit you down you know that's a good dessert on its own oh yes yes so if you're looking for a valentine's treat if she's in the mint or he's in the mint uh pick you know pick this up and enjoy it as your wind down for the evening or if you are the one person that is going to be slipping into the bathtub and listening to steve (laughs) this would be a good one to pick up forget the wine get some (laughs) of the thick mint grab a nice glass Mm -hmm. pour yourself a nice beer Okay. Bask in the glory. Listen to Steve's voice. (laughs) Yep. Well, I think that brings us to the part of where that one listener (laughs) in the bathtub is going to really enjoy. (laughs) If you want to find us on social media, you can search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we're on all of those platforms. If you want to listen to brand new episodes every Friday, then you just have to search us out on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes and Google Music Play. If you're on iTunes, subscribe and leave us a five-star review, and that really helps the show grow because we are a five-star show. And you can just visit the website, hopnationusa.com, for reviews and features that you won't find on the show, but they're exclusive and free to you. And everybody else. And everybody else. I'm, I'm reaching out to that one person. I, I like I want that. them I like to know. That. <laughs> I like it personalizing the experience that's right one listener at a time yeah well thanks for coming along kelsey hey thanks for having me guys it it felt wrong to do a valentine's day episode where it's just two single guys (laughs) on a microphone that doesn't have a good vibe on it (laughs) yeah well i'm glad i could come balance this out as you know a nice married voice (laughs) right it's good it's good to find you know good to have a voice that actually found true love and uh, doesn't suggest track pants for a date. <laughs> I would say no track pants on the date. Okay. Unless you're doing something physical activity wise, <laughs> like a hike or rock a climbing. jog or rock climbing. Or going to a brewery. <laughs> they can be a physical activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These beers ain't going to drink themselves. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, yeah. No, thanks for having me. I look forward to coming back. And you will definitely be back. Excellent. And a happy Valentine's Day to both of you and to all of our listeners. Thanks, Kelsey. We're just going to have to have her do like the introduction to the show every week. Sure. And it's very, very well put. Do you have anything else, Adam? Nah, I'm good. All right, then. We'll catch you next week for episode 47 featuring Sam, Adam, and Steve. We hope.
No, I'm no, I'm pretty no, sure. No, he told me. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Sam's coming back. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.